What's up, everyone? I'm Ruthina Porterfield, and this is Liberated Conversations with Ruthina. It's another Seeds of Devotion episode, those conversations that are specifically designed to sow seeds into your life that will encourage spiritual growth. Now, we're in the middle of our season of purpose, and the devotion that we completed for this conversation was called Purpose and Progress. We're going to try to tackle some of those things that may be stopping us from moving in our purpose, from living in our purpose. And then after we call them out, we're going to talk about ways to overcome them. This is one you might want to take notes on. So join the conversation. And I am here with my devotion partner, Erin. How are you? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Hey, everybody. I am excited about this one, um, as I am with all of them. But I really like this one mm-hmm. uh, because, okay, I want to talk a couple details. Number one, mm-hmm. the reading, the devotion reading part was actually short. Mm-hmm. And the reading, the verses were actually short as well. But yeah. it was very clear how they connected together. What do you think? I think so too. Yeah, I think compared to other devotions that we've done, it was more succinct, and I like that. And it, but it didn't pack any less of a punch to me. Yeah. So let's jump right in because I want to cover a lot, and I feel like we don't have a lot of time to cover it. Yeah. So, um, so day one talked about avoidance. I call it. I said that day one kind of covered avoidance and fear, mm. kind of together. Did that? Did is that what it seemed like for you? Yeah, it reminded me of something Joyce Meyer talks about, about this evil forebodings, kind of like when you're dreading things. It, it reminded me of that. It was kind of tangential a little bit, but sort of like when you put things off because you have this anxiety of, of or dread about doing things and right. um, for fear of the outcome or fear of, you know, having a fear about something. They talk about your bills and like our health, you know, information you're getting from your doctor about how you're doing. So. Yeah, I I head on. It's you know, we can't make progress if we're stuck in fear from doing things. And so it's like if we have God with us, we have nothing to be afraid of, which is easier said than done. (laughs) Yeah, that's it's it's definitely easier said than done. I kind of gravitated towards uh, one of the comments, kind of stuck out to me that uh, uh, tequila put on there. Mm -hmm. And when she was talking about um, avoiding networking, um, Mm -hmm. we're going to make it practical. Um, And I know when she talked about it, it kind of hit home for me because one of the things that I am not good at and, and, or maybe I just don't enjoy is networking. And, you know, as actors for us, people are always telling us to network. And people tell you that in all kinds of different industries. And I always have been avoiding it. Yeah. And, and I realize part of it, part of it is out of fear, but when, when the comment, and I really want to go back to the comment, when she said in the comment about kind of talking about yourself, um, oh gosh, I'm going to go to the comment specifically. She's, oh, awesome. Yeah. She says, it took, uh, it, this is so good in my career. I think I've avoided promoting myself, networking on my behalf. It took mm-hmm. me some time to think of this because I typically, typically I go after ambitious person, but because of the hostile work environment, um, I'm learning to be better advocate. Closed mouths don't get fed. 
And I'm speaking up and speaking out, remembering that God's got my back 200%. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. And when I read that, I was like, you know what? God's got your back when you walk into those rooms. Mm -hmm. God's got your back when you go into those events. God's got your back when you go on set and or go into the boardroom or wherever it is. God's got your back. Yeah. You know? And And so getting over that fear of whatever it may be. I know for me, it's a thing of um, (laughs) being afraid of what it will look like to talk about yourself. Mm. Um, That was a big thing for me. One of the things that I wrote about in in my comments as well was as things begin to happen in my life right now, I'm realizing that I'm afraid of success because it's so unknown. Mm. I'm so used to fighting for everything and working so hard and things just not panning out the way I want them to, to the point where now as things begin to happen, it's this idea, it's, it's unknown territory. Yeah. It's, and I think a lot of people, I used to not understand that. I used to not understand when people said, Oh, you're more afraid of success than you are a failure. I used to really not understand that yeah. until I realized it's not even really the success as much as it is the unknown yeah. walking to a space that you've never been before and not knowing how to carry yourself or what to do in that space. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It prevents them from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, day two was about distraction. I'm going to pull that up right now. Yeah. Distraction is a huge one for me. Wow. It's a huge one for me. Um, I think procrastination goes into that. Uh, Time wasting, all that jet, all that stuff. Yeah. Goes into distraction. I felt convicted. How about you? I feel like I... I've improved in that area lately. I can do better. Oh, good. For me, it was like, God, I just need to periodically check in with you about my goals, make sure I'm still lining up. We're headed in the same direction. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm calling, following my real calling and purpose. And just because right now I feel like I'm really honing in on my purpose and my calling is to, of course, love God and love people. Mm-hmm. And to make the world a better place. And I think that he has me doing those things through connecting, through laughter and hope. Um, and right now that vocation, kind of we touched on last time, is with acting and also with my right. business. And But I do, I feel like I'm a connector. I'm someone who's supposed to bring joy and laughter and hope. And so I feel like if I stay true to those true Norths, then that, that helps. But yeah, it's and specifically this person that wrote it. She talks about um, <laughs> being distracted by trying to live out someone else's calling, which I yes, thought she did. Interesting. What did you think about that? For me, it was uh, an issue for me has been getting caught up in other people's dream and other people's visions and what they want to do and allowing myself to be consumed by their stuff. Yeah. To the point where I push mine to the side Mm. and I realized that I was using that 
to not work on my own stuff. Oh, wow. I wrote, I wrote a whole blog about it. I'm going to put that in the show notes later or yeah. on the YouTube. Um, because a few years ago is when I realized, oh, snap, I'm using this. Like this is, I'm specifically using this because I'm scared to work on my own stuff. And when I say that, I'm talking about, because I used to be an assistant. I used to be a personal assistant for an actress. And I was giving her ideas that I had for myself. Mm. And I began to execute them for her. Wow. That must have been hard. By the wayside. And realized that I was doing it for her and not for myself. Mm-hmm. It was like, Ruthina, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what, what are you doing? And so, and I'll do that. I'll find myself. Do, I just did that probably. Um, I'll, I had to catch myself a couple months ago where a friend of mine, an actual relative called me up to do something for her. Um, and I was busy working on my own stuff. Yeah. But I got caught up in something that she was doing for her dream. And I was like, and I, I disguise it with, I'm helping someone else's dream come oh, true oh, and yeah. I'm encouraging them. And no, you're not like you're, you're procrastinating. Yeah. To have that discernment. That's really good that you could see that. It's like, no, you're not doing it. So that's yeah. kind of the angle I took from it. Yeah. So. I had an interesting thing happen <laughs> just this last two and a half weeks, actually. So God pruned some things out of my life, just right out. So, (laughs) um, a relationship that I was in ended, uh, and then I had another side hustle. So I have my business, but then I also have another job. Those hours got drastically cut and I was scared because I thought, okay, uh, redefining my purpose. My purpose was invested in these certain things. Some of them are being removed or reduced. So that getting back to the point, leaves time and energy and focus and intention to then lean into the things that are remaining and are going to be moving forward and, and leaving space for new things to come in. And I was nervous because I thought, Oh my gosh, I'm going to have this many more hours to work on my acting and my other business a week. I won't have this relationship to invest in right now. I won't have these other work hours that I need to, what will that look like? Will I get bored? Will I, and then today I like dug into it. I'm telling you, Ruthina, it was rough. It's been a rough week. And I was just like, okay. And so it's funny you said that because I was scared. I was like, what do I do with these hours? And I'm like, I guess I do the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. Jesus, come on. I got so excited that I muted myself. (laughs) I would love to hear your thoughts. (laughs) Girl, when I tell you I have been there, I have been there, okay, where hours were cut on something and you're like, okay, God, what am I supposed to do with the day? Like when when you begin to understand, I I will tell you what God made very clear to me during that time as I was learning this. Mm -hmm. Number one, when you begin to understand that time is a gift, it is not just a commodity, it is a gift. And it is about what you do with the gift. And that sounds real, really highfalutin, cliche, however you want to put it. But boy, is it true. 
Boy, is it true. And as you begin to immerse yourself in the purpose and the gifts and the calling that God has given you, you will realize that time, that time that he has given you really is truly a gift. Because as you begin to immerse yourself, that time will go by quickly and you will look back and say, oh, snap, I need to get this done and I have to get this done. And oh, there's more. And you have more you have more space in your mind and in your spirit for God to continue to flood new ideas and new things into your head to work on your gift and your calling and the vision that he has for your life. You will be you will be able to see things in a different way. It will begin to you will begin. I think that's something that we're going to get into a little further. You'll begin to commune with him more Mm -hmm. so that you can get clarity Mm -hmm. on what you need to do with that time. Yes. Yeah, I'm really feeling that. And it's interesting that the concept of time is, you know, we're we're mean. Christians, so we believe we are eternal, eternally alive, and we've connected with our divine source of Christ, right? So time is, it's real, and it's also, mm-hmm. we exist outside of time with God, you know, like, and mm-hmm. so it's like, well, what do we do with this specific section of that eternity to impact eternity, you know, right. to, to bless other people, to grow ourselves? And so something that helps me just because you were talking about time, I was like, yes, because I get stressed about it. And then I'm like, but you know what? When I am communing with God and I get into the spirit's flow, the time is filled in the right way. And I don't necessarily feel that anxiety because he guides me into like, you know what? Don't do that today. Don't do this. Focus on this. And then the time just flows and it goes by quickly. But I don't feel like I was missing anything necessarily. Like on our super awesome, like, you know, it can't be perfect all the time. But um, I love when that happens. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I um and I will tell you from experience, you will get to the well, I'll tell you, I have gotten to the place. <laughs> I have gotten to the place where the typical things that I used to do with my time are now um things that I'm like, okay, I really don't have time to do that. Um I'll, prime example, um I my hours, I work retail. And my hours were significantly cut. And when I say significantly, I mean, I work maybe one day a week, four hours, something like that. Yeah, that's a big cut. Um, yeah, that's a super cut. Um, and they were cut um, a few months ago. And I remember as because my manager actually met with me to tell me about the cut. And I remember she was telling me thinking, oh, gosh, that's good. Okay. That's good because I was wondering what I was going to do with this, this, this. Like I was going through my list of things that I wanted to do. And then I got home that day and I remembered, oh, snap. When I used to get news like that, I would panic. I would freak out. I would go off on God. How am I supposed to make money? How am I going to pay my bills? What am I going to do? And that wasn't the case this time. It was okay, God, clearly you want me to do something else with these four hours. So what's up? And sure enough, he gave me what I need to be doing for those first four hours of the day that I would normally be at this particular store. Wow. So so it'll begin to shift. It'll begin to shift. Please understand that it took years for me to get here. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's, no, that's encouraging because I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, this thing is not in the picture now. This thing's not. So what what do I focus on? And and yeah, that's so encouraging because it's yeah, it's a hard transition. It is hard. I'm not gonna say it's easy. It's hard. Yeah, or it, it was hard for me. Some people maybe they can hack hack it. No, I was pretty pissed at God for a little while from the, um when this stuff first started happening years ago, and but now. And uh, and also, it really has to do with your relationship and the trust factor. A lot of it has to do with the trust factor. This whole idea of my time is in your hands. Isn't that a Bible verse? We need to look that up. I truly believe that there is a verse that says my time is in your hands. Yes. Yeah, I feel like in Psalms. I can look it up while you're talking. Yeah. Um, when you begin to understand that part of your relationship, And the whole trust factor, the whole idea of my entire life is subject to your will, Mm. my entire life. So and also understanding that your provision doesn't come from a check or a job or a company or a role. Yeah, it really actually does come from him. So a lot of that goes into it, too. It, and which yeah. is probably why it took me years, um, because there were so many things I needed to grasp about my time being in his hands. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so for me, for me, it really has been a growth process. But boy, the peace now, not saying that I don't fight it sometimes, but there is a peace that I did not know existed until now. Wow. So I found the scripture, thirty-one fifteen. it says, my times are in your hands. And then it goes on, deliver me from my enemies. Let your face shine on me. Save me in your unfailing love. Let me not be put to shame for I've cried out to you. And it goes on. Right. See, I know, I know I heard that verse before. Yeah. 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 Our our time really is in his hands. And so if it's in his hands, okay, what's up? What do you want me to do with it? I'm going to ask that today as soon as we're done, because I need some guidance from the Lord on this one. It's It's been a rough week. <laughs> well, I will pray that he continues to give you guidance and wisdom. Thank you. I need it. Well, thank you. Uh, well, some of the time that you spent a couple of weeks ago was with your mom, and that's pretty awesome. Um, tell I want to talk about that time and how kind of illuminating it may have been um, for you. And yeah. possibly for her. Yeah. So we did we did a road trip. I went up to get her in central California on the coast there in Monterey, where I'm from. And we drove down to spend time with family. Then she came to Los Angeles. Then we drove oh. back and I dropped her off. So we had some time to check out other nurseries up and down the coast that are some of our favorite stops. So the illuminating part, gosh, that's so good. Uh, I think... You know, spending time with family over an extended period of time as an adult child with your parent, you you reassess those dynamics, kind of kind of check in every once in a while. What works? You know, when do we need downtime to recharge? When do we connect with each other? So relationship with yeah. with family, you know, taking yeah. a look at that stuff. But we had a great time. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Um, this is one of the reasons why I'm so glad Mabel and Company season such as uh, supports the the seeds of devotion episode because it's such a great um, analogy. Mm-hmm. The, the just the the specific 
process is such a great analogy of what happens with us and what God has wants as far as growth for us. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I almost want to do a devotion um, on our relationships with our families later on. Yeah, um, I would love the, that one. Because that's a huge deal. I know we're going to do one soon. I For sure in season four, we're going to do one about relationships and those mm-hmm. relationships that may not necessarily be good for us or good mm-hmm. for our purpose or mm-hmm. good for us in general. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm almost getting a theme for season four. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be, that's going to be interesting. That's cool. going to be interesting. So you guys don't forget to go and check out maybe all in company seats and such. If you have any questions or want to see some beautiful things about gardening and planting and flowers, please go to their website and support them Thank you. or go to their Instagram mm-hmm. and check out what they have to offer. Yeah. Send us your gardening questions. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So day three. Mm-hmm. So day three was, okay. She talked about Joshua mm-hmm. in day three. I couldn't, I couldn't quite get an actual theme for day three Mm. because I was so focused on, I love seeing things that I've never seen before, Mm -hmm. right? You read the story of Joshua after Moses, and I never thought of how Joshua could have felt. And Mm -hmm. just for those of you who may not be familiar with the story, everyone knows about Moses and how he led the children of Israel to freedom away from the Egyptians. And when he died, Joshua is the guy that took over for him. Mm -hmm. Well, Moses is this great leader. It never occurred to me how Joshua must have felt Mm -hmm. to have to take over for this guy who had brought an entire nation out of slavery. Like, how do you, yeah, that pressure, but he yeah. still walked in his, he understood. He's, he's, he, he suck. What's the word? What? He sought God. <laughs> he sought God first. Yeah. And continued to walk in his purpose. That I just didn't think about that pressure. I and never thought about that till you just said it ever. Yeah, I can't. That's interesting. Because you forget that these are humans, right? That this mm-hmm. is real. This is historical. This These are not just characters. These are people that existed with feelings and hurts and yeah. emotions and all this stuff. So, and, and the verse, the verse, God specifically says, okay, Joshua, listen, Moses is dead. It's your time now. Like yeah. how, like, how do you, when God even is like, okay, yeah, that's great. He did all that. Now it's your turn. Now I'm going to use you. Yeah. And I think it was for me, what I got out of it was I need you to get over this whole thing of, well, they did it this way and they were able to accomplish this. How am I supposed? Because that's something I deal with um, occasionally. How am I supposed to ever get to that? You yeah. know, I yeah. deal with that kind of comparison type thing. Um, what, what, what you yeah, for me, uh, what stood out was if you're confused and you're distracted, 
and you don't hear anything, this is the last part of the devotional, go back to the last thing he told you and be faithful yes. in that. And that was so powerful. So I'll just share from my personal life here. So yeah. uh, this relationship that ended, I was listening to God and I was just moving forward in that, in that trust. And so not hearing any other direction. So when it ended, it was a surprise to me. And so it took me off guard. God had prepared me a little bit, but I was, I can rest in the fact that I was being faithful to the last thing that I had heard. And I feel peace about that. And I can move on knowing that I, that I did my best to honor God in the situation. And so, and even in career stuff, you know, we get doubts and fears being in the industry and as actors and or producers or editors, whatever aspect you might be part of, right. you know, it can be confusing and feel like, oh, maybe I should focus more on this or do this or do that. And it's like, okay, well, if I'm not sure, I'm going to go back to God and say, God, do I spend my money on another class when I don't know? Mm. My do I, do I put myself on tape every day so I can practice being on camera or do I spend that time? Like you're saying, communing with you every morning because I feel confused about what my impact is specifically supposed to be? What kind of projects do I want to be on? Do I just take the first thing that comes or do I only take certain kind of projects? So I think going back to the last thing we heard is so solid. That is so solid advice. And yeah, I love it. Yeah, a lot of the comments um, from everyone was really focused on listening to God. Mm -hmm. Going back to the last thing that he said, um, spending time with God so that you can hear clear instructions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's super important. And um, as I was just kind of browsing through the devotion on that day, I really understand how um, Dion Dean, the author, connected mm-hmm. the um, the verses and to what she was trying to say. Understanding the concept of setting aside time there. Time with God is invaluable um, because that's when you're going to get your clear instruction. And it's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I keep hearing it. The last I'm going to say 18 hours, 18, the last 18 hours, I have been constantly hearing from different places, television, um, radio, now reading stuff. I've been constantly hearing be still, mm. be still so that you can hear me. Be still. Listen, don't rush through your, you can't rush through your prayers right now. I need you to set time aside to hear me. Mm. Oh my gosh, I'm getting chills right now because clearly that must be something he wants me to do really, really soon. Um, But when you're moving in your purpose and in your calling and trying to make progress as the Mm -hmm. title of the devotion is, it is absolutely imperative to listen Mm -hmm. and set time. And the only way to really hear clear instruction, I really think you have to be still, you Mm -hmm. have to set that time aside Mm -hmm. so that, For example, in your situation, if something doesn't work out the way you thought it would work out, as long as you know that you were following his instruction, you can be at peace about whatever the result is. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh, how many times do we doubt ourselves? How many times do we doubt ourselves? Probably because we have not taken the time to listen mm. to him. And you got to be confident in what you heard. You got to mm-hmm. be confident. That's why everyone kept saying, go back to the last thing that he told you. Go back to the last thing that he told you. Yeah. Um, so huge. So huge. Um, day four, day three kind of led into day four because I feel like day four is about prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about prayer and about being guided by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like, let's see here, you're in something and you're not quite sure if it's in alignment, ask the Holy Spirit for clarification. The Holy Spirit will promise to guide and help and comfort you. There's peace for your next steps. So that was a theme in the last two days of having that peace when you're in the on the right track. Um, yeah. Which doesn't yeah. always mean it goes well. It could, or like there's not resistance, <laughs> but there's a right. peace. <laughs> there is, there is, and I, I think, and if I want to make sure that this is what, because there was one day where she had some verses mm-hmm. that I never kind of associated with praying for God's will. Okay. Um, that might be day five. Let me make sure. Um, but she had so many verses for day four. Yeah. Like a lot. Um, I loved, I think I specifically said talking about praying continually Mm -hmm. and constantly checking in with him, but always starting your quest for purpose with prayer. Mm, Yeah. Always start that quest with prayer. I think three day three, four and five kind of connect because you have to pray and commune with him mm-hmm. so that you can hear and know his voice mm-hmm. so that when he speaks to you, you know that it's him mm-hmm. and you know that the instructions are from him Yeah, um, so that you can kind of have a piece about what it is that you're hearing. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Yeah. That makes <clears throat> sense. Uh, yeah. My comment was God illuminates and brings peace and we can work with the flow of the spirit, not against it. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Um, I know it was the verses that talked about um, praying for revelation. Mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that those particular verses, in fact, if I can go back, um, I didn't realize that those particular verses were such a big, I didn't, put it together. I didn't put yeah. it together. I loved that collection of verses together to make her point and, or to pull, you know, from it. And, and however, you know, she did that, if it was like her idea and then God said, yes, these verses go with it. But I thought it was really cool. The Genesis one about let there be light and how God does illuminate things. And I, I was listening to a sermon the other day by pastor Tim Mackey. He's a great Bible teacher from the Bible project. If you guys want to check that out, but um, like, he was talking about how the Holy Spirit is a, something that brings order to chaotic, dark places. And that in the beginning, it just hit me so hard. He was like, in the beginning, who is there? God and the Spirit. And he brought order to the chaotic darkness. Where does the Holy Spirit live? In the dark, chaotic places in our heart. I mean, he comes in there and does stuff there where we need it <laughs> to calm the chaos. I was just like, this is amazing. Um, his whole point was like, Jesus 
needed to go away so the Holy Spirit could come. So anyway, that's another tangent, but um, yeah. I totally totally get it. I know one of the other things, um, the, one of the major things I definitely wanted to point out about that day was understanding that if you are overwhelmed about your purpose, then that is not God. Mm. That is not, if you are confused, which we know that God is not the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. If you are confused and feeling overwhelmed and weighted down, Mm -hmm. it's it's not from him. It is not from him, which also goes back into spending time with him Mm -hmm. so that you can find that peace about whatever it is that you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, the overwhelm and the confusion is not from God. And what happens for me sometimes is when I feel overwhelmed and confused, I think, Oh, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. And that's a possibility, but it could also just be the enemy or our own flesh or our fear saying like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm confused. uh, And that's just not from, it's not from God. Basically I'm saying like, I try to remember, don't get confused into thinking like just because you're confused that you're on the wrong track necessarily. Just like for me, I just have to check in with God about it and be like, is this overwhelming confusion because I'm trying to do too many things or Mm -hmm. trying to do the wrong thing Mm -hmm. or trying to do it in the wrong way or whatever? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Checking in. That's important to check in. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. This particular devotion was a good, good, good one. Yeah. Um, I do... I, I think as we were doing it and going through and everyone was kind of putting things in, everyone was talking about different uh, aspects of their lives where they're trying to figure out yeah. um, next steps. Yeah. And I think, I think I want to pray for that. Yeah. I think, I think I want to pray for um, guidance on next steps. Because uh, most of the the women that did the um, did the the devotion with us, mm-hmm. they were all uh, they were all kind of focused on um, that we're all around the same age group, mm-hmm. so we're kind of a little clear on what it is we're supposed to be doing. But when you're in the middle middle of it, there's so many next steps, yeah, that you just don't know where to turn. Oh, yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and so I think I want to I think I want to pray for that now. Let's do it. I think I want to pray for that. Um, Yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. so, God, I thank you for your I thank you for the spirit of wisdom and I thank you for the Holy Spirit that lives in us. God, help us to hear you clearly. If you need to sit us down, if you need to move things out of the way. If you need to move people out of the way, help us to hear you clearly. Make your voice known to us so that we can hear you. And then, Lord, make our minds and spirit willing to obey and let us hear whatever the next steps are and be bold enough to step in whatever it is that you're leading us into, even if it seems strange even if it seems very different from what we're used to, even if it takes us out of our comfort zone, God, I pray that you would give us the boldness and the strength to obey and move 
and make progress in our purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this liberated conversation. But remember, the conversation does not end here. I want to hear your thoughts and about your own experience. So share this episode and leave a comment at the Liberated Conversations with Ruthina Facebook page. Don't forget to visit my website, ruthinaporterfield.com. Like, subscribe, and tell a friend to join the conversation. And until our next one, peace, stay cool, and God bless.